Welcome back to the Off The Tips podcast. I'm Callum and I'll give this bloke a bit of an introduction today. He made his return to the golf course last week and also his return to the cricket field with a swashbuckling, unbeaten century, <laughs> AC. How are we going, mate? I'm good, mate. Um, good to get the first pot out of the way as well. But yeah, oh, no, nah, I can't flatter myself there. We're playing a, a team that quite frankly, didn't um, was impersonating a Premier Cricket team. <laughs> they were really poor. How are you going, mate? Mate, I'm, I'm good. I'm, uh, I've been a little bit crook, but I'm coming out the other side. So, so yeah, looking forward to the pod. So how was your weekend, mate? I, I understand it is compulsory when you score 100 to have a big Saturday night. So <laughs> how was yeah, all good. Same old shit, really. Just had a fairly big one Saturday night, and um, yeah, I'm still kind of feeling a little bit ropey, but yeah, all good. <laughs> Played golf on Sunday, and that was also ropey. Uh, there was all sorts of crap. Big flares, right? Shanks. Had the whole <laughs> lot. Oh, well, someone who didn't have any shanks was our man, the flying mullet, Cam Smith, just... Far, far too good at the Australian PGA Championship at Royal Queensland. He just oozed class and won comfortably. Uh, three shots over his fellow countryman Jason Scrivener and Japan's Rio Hitsutsuni. So, what did you make of the of the Aussie PGA? And what did you make of my pronunciation of that Japanese bloke's name? Hey, I think you nailed it, brother. <laughs> Cheers. Um, um, yeah, outstanding from Cam Smith. Obviously, the organisers would, that would be an organiser's dream, him turning up in his home state and getting it done. He had the keys to the city. What a week for him. <laughs> Just, can we talk about what are, what are you, <laughs> what perks do you get with the keys to the city? Like, I actually actually... Googled it, eh? And it just had nothing. It's just meant to be symbolic. So it's not like he can can shatter the the glass and go unlock (laughs) the Caxton or... (laughs) None of that kind of carry on. I was hoping it'd be something way cooler than that, eh? At at least they don't have a lanyard. So... But, yeah, so we'll talk about Cam's, Cam's game. His putting is just honestly a sight to behold every time he stands over a ball on the green I just feel like it's going to put the hole in danger he probably didn't hit it as well as he could this week but oh he was just the best golfer on display by a, a country mile and was he ever going to lose this week yeah I was, I know I messaged you saying earlier in the week that I thought he'd lap the field so I'll take that as a, a dub but um I didn't even punt him so I can't actually really claim that but yeah, he he's just a gunner. He's just a proper golfer. You see him, he can shape the ball both ways. He just plays like that lovely brand of golf. And as you say, putting wise, even like it's statistically gun, but also just pass the eye test. You just look at him, and as you say, you think everything's gonna scare the hole, and everything seems to go on the guts of the hole too when he's got it rolling. Yeah, at a at a really 
good pace. He just slams it in the in the back of the jar. Um, it, it was pretty evident to me just watching him play that it, it really does mean something to him playing in Australia. And that probably, on a personal point of view, makes his jump to live a little bit easier to accept than maybe a few other blokes. I don't know how you feel about that, but I just genuinely think he wants to spend more time at home and and this is going to allow him to do that. Yeah, for sure. And the thing is with him is he's he's never like hidden away from that. You know, he's always been outspoken that the PGA Tour need to look after the Aussies a lot better than they have. And I think he was right too. You know, they've provided them some great golfers over the years and they also have amazing golf courses. But it's just yeah. a crime that we we won't get to see him play the best players in the world all the time anymore. Yeah, I I had that noted down. It's just yeah, it is. A, it's a crying shame. Um, and this week, like, probably emphasised to me the fact that world golf really does need to find a common ground. Live in the other tours need to be able to probably coexist. And like, I'm by no means a fan of live golf or any of the political propaganda behind it, but. I am a massive fan of competitive golf and the best players going toe-to-toe. And this ongoing fracture is just not helping this grow the game that everyone's throwing around willy-nilly. Yeah, and I guess it gets talked about a lot, but the only the people that miss out are the fans. You know, it's that's the biggest, like the most upsetting thing is that we just don't get to see them all in one place. Do you think the majors now will be a bit more exciting? That there's a few love boys that will just show up that you don't get to see that often. Yeah, I think I think they will. Um, I just always question the competitive reps for some of them. I know Cam Smith's not one of those. You know, he's probably still putting in the exact same amount of work and doing exactly kind of what he did to get to where he was on the PGA Tour, but. It's the guys that are probably on their, oh, not to say your late 30s is on your way out by any means, but guys that have probably, oh, you'd say their best days are behind them, Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka. They just, to me, look like guys that are not going to put in put in the work away from the course and they're just going to turn up and take their paycheck on live golf. And that could be really uneducated and wrong because they're too golfers that could probably come out and steal one of those majors wait who did you name brooks in there yeah 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 i find him an interesting one because he's never really been a good pga tour player he's just been gunning the majors i reckon if there is one he might be a guy who can show up and perform at the majors DJ's another mm. I, I wouldn't rule DJ out, but I can see it like I thought exactly the same thing in Live Star. I was like, well, they're not gonna play this competitive golf, they're gonna fall off the cliff. But I guess if they have all the processes around practice the same as it used to be, I guess their game won't regress that much, maybe. Mm, it's yeah, kind of I don't crystal know. bullshit. Isn't it? I'm I'm firmly in the camp. Of uh, probably putting a, f- a fork in DJ. I think he's probably done. <laughs> Fair enough. I think also what we need to say about Cam Smith and the whole live thing is kind of how well he's handled it. Like he's been a lot more graceful than the Brooks, than the 
the Polters, the Brysons. You know, he's kind of done it quietly. He hasn't gone sitting there talking shit about the tours, like the DP tour, PJ tour, because, like, at the end of the he has been outspoken about them needing to play an Aussie, which is fine. That's that's his opinion, and I think a lot of people would agree with that. But you've got guys like Bryson who have gone, and I guess that's, for me, that's where the resentments come from. And I think it has also come from other people with that because they kind of built their brand on the tour. Like, yes, they played well and they earned it, but the PJ Tour kind of put on the events. They're able to play well in these, kind of get a name for themselves, and then they get paid $125 million if we use Bryson as an example. And that kind of that value that they've got has kind of been driven by what they've done on the PJ Tour, if that makes sense. And then they go talk yeah. shit about them. No, it, it does make sense. And just jumping back on Cam Smith being so vocal about needing to play in Australia or the, the PGA Tour needing to bring some events down to Australia, how do you think they could potentially combat that? It's just logistically, I can probably see where the tour are coming from. It's probably in a too hard basket to get your best field out here. You'd have to, in my opinion, like what they're doing with these fall events, just take a month's worth of golf down to Australia, New Zealand. Well, you could even take take it to Thailand or Japan, which they already do, and just play a month or six weeks of golf around this part of the world and maybe then with these new elevated events chuck in one or two where the like at a royal melbourne where the big guns come down and and play but i just think from a like the player's perspective it's just too far to go for a one-off tournament yeah i agree you'd have to probably do like a three tournament series or something but i it feels like almost already the ship sailed eh if you can't oh, yeah. I mean. like the yeah, 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 have I gone. Think... it's kind of like now maybe i don't know maybe the pga tour are trying to f- focus on just keeping the americans now and uh, it's it's a hard one yeah it is and i know we've we've said about we we just need the best plan against the best and i I don't have any answers on how we're going to go about doing that, but I was firmly against any sort of coexisting um, when it first happened, but I'm starting to probably warm to it a little bit more than I than I was initially. I think they, just, they need to find a common ground where these guys can come back and play on the PGA Tour to some degree. Yeah, how do you think you'd make that work? Do you like have like any theories because um, the way i look at it it's like kind of like well live's got 14 events next year and then you have to play 15 tour events to be considered a full-time player like that's a lot of golf yeah i know um i i suggest maybe just bin off all the wgc events and kind of i don't know structure I don't know. They'd have to get together because they'd have to structure it around each other. They can't like yeah. one can't kind of structure itself around the other. Other, if you know what I mean. Yeah, 
It's so tricky it's, because yeah. when the tour's like trying to get their broadcast deals, you know, they're like, okay, we're going to have these players here. We're going to have Rory. They would have said Cam Smith if he was there. Like they're big draw cards. So they need them at as many events as they can. So like, yeah. I don't I don't know how you're going to be able to do both. Like I really don't. Unless Liv were like, bugger, we're going to do like a window in the fall. We'll leave you guys alone. But I just don't think it's going to happen. It's not going to happen with that Pallack and Greg Norman at the helm. That's <laughs> that's for certain. That bloke doesn't want to get anything sorted. He's a narcissist. Yeah, he's got to be bloke. better. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the to the PGA. Um, really good weeks for Vogue, Aramea, um, our our Kiwi boys, and Chung Ji Lee. Um, Vogue and Aramea T eighteen and Lee T twelve. So promising weeks for the for the Kiwis. Um, the other boys that were in the field, Hellier and well, the other the big two, Hellier and. Ryan Fox, tough week for Foxy, but the petrol tank was on empty, I think, for the big man. Yeah, it'd be, you'd assume so. He came back to New Zealand from Dubai for a little stopover. Then he went to Aussie. That can't be easy, man. He's got a, nah. he's got a young kid or kids as well. I think he's got one, yeah. Yeah. Young child. So, yeah. So, oh, oh, I, that would be a grind. And I think that would have been quite a big week from last week. In terms of media commitments and stuff, compared yeah, to what oh, it'd to. be it'd have been massively fatiguing. I harbour think... a little bit more hope this week for for Ryan Fox. I think I think we we'll probably expect a, a better performance. I think the two weeks off, the uh, two so not two weeks, two days off with the miscut could actually be really helpful for him. Yeah, he probably came home. I don't know that, but he probably did. And then, yeah, yeah. I was thinking I just, the other day, I don't know if you know what they're up to, but it'd be cool if there was a bit more coverage about like what people like Aramea and Vogue are doing, you know, next year, like what their plans are, where they're trying to qualify, what Q schools they're going to. Yeah, that's a big a, part of golf that you don't really hear a lot about. It's a great point, and it's the media coverage in New Zealand around golf is just so scarce. Like there's – I don't think there there'd be a specialist golf journalist in the country that that covers these guys, and it's probably a massive opportunity for probably a bit more coverage around them, especially on weeks like this. I've seen yeah. nothing nothing on stuff or the New Zealand Herald about about our guys. It's just pretty much a brief overview on Cam Smith's win. Yeah, I, I was the same. I had a little dig today, and there wasn't much. Another good week for Minwoo Lee. A scrambling machine, Minwoo Lee. Jeez, he's he's got some touch. He's got some real class about him, eh? I I have I have a feeling he's gonna go very close in a major one day. Yeah, throw another one of those out. I like it. We, <laughs> we... <laughs> he got he had three top thirties at the majors this year. I think one of them was the top fifteen at Augusta, and it's like. That's exceeding his normal performance, which I reckon this is the sign of a good player when you front up at majors and go good on proper golf courses. <laughs> did you did you see his shot on um sixteen this on on Sunday? Oh, that was tough. That's <laughs> a tough. <laughs> that's a tough break. That's something you see playing in our group. Like just you just hit one oh. straight into the lip of the bunker, and it's. For those of you that didn't see, there's a lip of the bunker where there's a 
tiny bit of soil and, and um, then it drops off into the sand and he's like wedged his ball in between the like sand and the soil and it's gone almost underground. It's burrowed through there and <laughs> he's like had to, to put his hand underground to get his ball and get relief on top of the bunker and he was going for that par five and two and he ended up making a five that was probably when it was really the, the sales that's that's when the the engraving bloke got his gloves on and got to work i think um <laughs> yeah yeah man oh that was tough i'm surprised i haven't seen that in our groups because We've spin, yeah. there's definitely been a few thins that have hit lips like that. Jason Scrivener, another another Aussie with a good week. He had a tough break on seventeen on Sunday when when he putted putted one off off the green, which can happen at the best of times. But yeah, I thought he he had a poor third round. He he really struggled and he fought his way back to a good position and put himself in a position to win right up until he did that on seventeen. So. I think we've got a proper player there in Jason Scrivener. Um, looks, that was tough to class. watch. Yeah, oh, yeah, back it was. at that Poor stage bloke. too. Yeah. There was a lot of people in that crowd on 17 with an absolute skin full too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed that hole. Um, that was a there proper was some party hole. guts lying around there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was some, there was some lagged up men and... <laughs> <laughs> and the late in the piece there i um i can't remember who the golfer was but he um he threw his ball because they're all throwing their balls into the crowd he threw his ball and just collected someone in the market <laughs> oh, i saw that too <laughs> oh that's that's so good <laughs> so I, I was really excited at the start of the week for that um the the foxy scott and Smith feature group and probably like day one it lived up to its expectations I think Foxy didn't play his best but he he fought to one or two over and Adam Scott looked looked like shades of the old Adam Scott with with Stevie Williams on the loop but wasn't to be for Adam Scott I think probably a really disappointing week for him he probably would have expected better from himself yeah tough um round two and three for Scotty he um, had a shocker but hey hopefully he comes back at the Aussie Open I'm pretty sure he hasn't won there so oh really okay he'll have a chip on his shoulder to win the Aussie Open yeah I think it's and... the one big Aussie event he doesn't have um okay. I remember Rory beat him by one in like 2013 oh yeah jeez but, it'd um, be good if we could get blokes like that down here playing what about <laughs> they teed off at 6am I was that rattles me, eh? They must have yeah. been up at four. Ah, uh, yeah, Adam Scott was up at three, apparently. That's oh, early. That's, no lag is that night. That's, that's proper Sparrow's fart sort of carry on that, that <laughs> early in the morning. There's probably... There's blokes still ordering drinks at a bar when, when he's waking up to get to the to the D range. That's an early tea time. Do you know why that was? Cause no idea. I don't seems know if a little bit wrong or not. But yeah. it seemed ridiculous. Anyone else you want to mention? I think it's disappointing that um Jason Day doesn't really show a whole heap of love for for Aussie. He doesn't really ever come back down and play. Yeah. I just want to call no, out J Day. He just, just he 
consistently um, snobs the Aussie events. Eh? Uh, he hasn't played one for a long, long time. So I'd like to see a full contingent of Aussies coming out and playing. Pretty much everyone else came out and played. Yeah, here we go. The boys getting big for their boots, calling out Jason Day. Feel free to slide into some hate mail later, Jason. <laughs> There's probably a reason. The Hoygaard twins both stunk it up as well this week. Probably similar thing to Foxy, I'd imagine. They're probably running out of steam. Mm. Yeah, but they, they didn't have to come down and play these events. Like, really? Yeah, you're right. But I sometimes wonder, like, are guys like that slightly on, like, a holiday, if you know what I mean? They're like, yeah, yeah. we'll play, but it's not going to be quite. This, mm. We're not going to put the same mahi in as we would normally. I'm fairly keen to move on from the Australian PGA. Oh, just briefly, what did you think of Royal Queensland? It was cool. There was some, there was some death pins on Sunday. Yeah, there were. Oh, oh. Oh, I love watching um, runoffs. Oh, like, yes. that's my only real comment on the course. Is it's so good when like people have options, putter, sixty, mm. seven iron, you know? Yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's nice to see it at the sandbelt courses that just it's hard to hold a green, so you you got to kind of flush it. And also, um, with those runoffs, is like I feel like it. The good, the good players like thrive in it. Like when mm. they're kind of gouging out that rough around the green, it's a little bit of guesswork. Um, and it it just shows that normally the down in Australia, the best players, well, the cream rises to the top. Like at that Presidents Cup at Royal Melbourne, like the way Tiger played, it just showed like a creative genius that. Finds the middle of the club face is gonna is gonna succeed around courses like that. And Cam Smith is is that player. He just was the best on display by a country mile this week. And I have no doubts that he's gonna do the double. I like it, bullish. Mm. No, Speaking I agree. Of, How yeah. okay? One thing while we're on Cam Smith, one last thing. Um, do you how many majors do you think he wins? Three. Yeah, I'm going five. Okay, well, that's a lot. <laughs> that's more than Rory, more than Brooks. No, but Rory, Rory will have eight by then. So. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to see them come toe-to-toe again. That'd be yeah, great TV. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the Aussie Open, well, the Australian Open at Kingston Heath and the Victoria Golf Club, uh, two courses which we've – established already on the pod that we're not massive fans at but i think they're just alternating the men and the women each day aren't they like there's not going to be a split yeah i think so yeah i'm pretty sure Mm. still i still just would have liked to see it at one course but um yeah i think it's good of them to try a mixed event i just oh i think think the mixed event is i think the mixed event's good but i just think you can facilitate it at one course. Yeah, well, you'd obviously have to. You'd have to have a pretty small field, though. Yeah, true. Like I think they've got one hundred and fifty ha- men and one hundred and fifty women this week, so you'd have to <sighs> cut the a- field in half. Yeah, true. You could probably almost get away with it, though. <laughs> like, yeah, we're being that's a good fair income about it. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Um, 
just on the women's side of things, Minji Lee is probably going to be the player to beat in the women's field. Um, she just overalls had just this outstanding year, but uh, she won the Anika Award for the season's most consistent player. Uh, won a major this year, the the US Open, but um, just started to taper off at the back end of the season. Obviously, scaled some serious highs, but um, just she couldn't really muster anything in the at the back end of the year. But she'll come in fresh, and I don't think that that's going to mean anything. Yeah, I'm on the I'm the same, mate. I think she'll go good. Oh, she's just gonna win. I think I think she just wins. Like, okay, multi multi Cam Smith and Minji Lee up, and there you go. You know what? I will, I will. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll put my money where my mouth is. I'll I'll multi that up, and and you'll see the off the tips pod <laughs> socials going berserk on Sunday if that if that salutes. But, um, I love it. Yeah, so um, I think it's going to be a big week for on the men's side of things for Adam Scott, Foxy, and I think Dan Hillier is going to have a good week too. I'm yeah, no same. real, I can't really no real education, but yeah. No, nah, but well, you know, it's the same people when you expect the cream to rise to the top, don't you? So, mm-hmm. yep, I, I definitely do. I think I'll say um, it again. I now that we've talked about the Hoygaard twins, a, a week on the sand belt will be probably. Probably be good for them. Yeah, are they in the field this week? I assume they are. Yeah, well, I hope so because I've just uh, said they're going to have a good week. <laughs> <laughs> um, they must be, bit, surely. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll move on. We'll move on to our playoff holes. They were a fan favourite last week. Um, we'll we'll kick it off with teeing off. You go first this week. Okay, mate. I'll, I'll I'll kick off this week. Um, I'm tearing off at when you go to your local your, your local watering hole there to have a couple of a couple of jars and um it, it's a, I get it it gets busy there sometimes but something I won't stand for and I think they need a solution for is being served a beer in a in a glass that's freshly out of the dishwasher and it's like hot <laughs> nothing nothing can get in the bin man nothing. Nothing winds me up more than that. Like inflation's already caught these pint prices. Like <laughs> I'm not paying. I'm not trying to get. I'm not trying to get a yeast soup. Like <laughs> I want to call. But yeah, that's. I think that's all I need to say. Really, it's just there's got to be a solution for it. Like why can't you just put the dishwasher on a cold wash? You can at home, so. You know, I can get around that, man. That's spot on. Mm. Hopefully, we've got it. We know a few of the lads that have um, worked in bars, so if you have, please let us know uh, why that is the case. Man, it just it just ruins. It just it sets the tone, and it's it's a real ruiner. Like you have to, you pretty much have to buff it and go again, and then you risk getting another hot glass, (laughs) fresh, warm one. Because yeah. um, I assume yeah. this happened on the weekend, then. No, nah, not no, it didn't actually. I I, think I was crook on the weekend, so it was nil by beers for me. It was um, it was during the week actually. I wasn't even having a big session. I was just having a down having a drink, and which made it even worse. I was only having like one or two, and I was like, oh, oh, that does. You know, if you've had eight, stinks. you can let it slide. But yeah, 
but if I'd had eight, I might have I might have been a bit more vocal about how how much disdain I'd had for the. But anyway, look, they just bust off just earning a quid. Like you can't get into them, but just be better. It's it's a it's preventable. AC T one up, mate. Yeah. So my uh, T off this week. It might trigger a few mates, but. I just can't get around DMB, eh? I can't stand the stuff. Um, to me, it's not really music; it's just noise. Like it's, but like I, I've got a, I've kind of got like a, a scale. So something like a Wilkinson, I that's fine. Like I can handle that. But when it's like that music, you know, you'd be lucky to have fifteen words in it. Sounds like kind of TV static. Like yes, I'm shy. I'm kind of got some old man tendencies but i just feel like i'm in a blender when i listen to it i just can't stand it yeah i'm a yeah i'm i'm not a fan not a massive fan at least um there's no substitute for a guitar and a microphone is there <laughs> nah. just play mr brightside and oasis and and sweet caroline and you're going to have a happy crowd. No, Sweet Caroline can fuck off. I hate that song. When I heard them singing it in that bar at, on the 17th on the weekend, I was getting fired up. <laughs> anyway, that might be a time for another pod, but I hate that song. But the thing that also, don't get me started on the sickos that listen to heavy DMB in the car. Like, there's no place for that. No, there, there isn't. I'd rather not listen to to DMB, but we'll move on to what was your tough scene of the week, mate? Oh, well, I don't actually have one. I was going to say That's the fine. guy who I was going to say the um, old mate who putted into the bunker, but yeah, obviously we've already discussed that. What well, about you, mate? What's well, your my tough, tough scene? My tough scene's around putting as well, and it's my putting inside five feet. Played, played a couple of rounds last week, and I was putt, I was like, oh, like haven't played a whole host of golf. Like and I've been hitting it pretty poorly, but I'll um I played around with one of my mates down here and I was like we'll putt out today because I need a I just need to get better and so I was putting out I think I missed I missed three two footers and I was actually hitting the ball way better like this week like hit, hit it all okay like not not real good but I'd have missed three two footers maybe maybe three or four, four, four footers. I had some head noise and like the greens were fine. Like I couldn't think there was nothing. They were touch slow maybe, but like who am I to judge? And yeah, I just. What's your verdict? Were you yipping them or like having a little peek or what? Oh, I was, I was more often than not hitting the hole. Like, but probably. Just, yeah, well, I hope so. <laughs> but pace just probably just, I was probably just trying to cannon them in a little bit too hard. That's that's my verdict, but I think I'm off. <laughs> I said it last week. I think I'm off to go have a go have a chat with a pro. Yeah, you've been telling me that for about a month. But, uh, yeah. yeah hey, well, actually, just, uh, yeah. what about are you, have you got anything to answer for about how there's been claims that you're a regular speakerphone user? <laughs> I was just about to get into well, introduce introduce hate mail. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I I do have something to say about this. I so this is a so introducing hate mail. Thanks for everyone that wrote in, but um, this one hit a little bit close to home. All right, chaps, 
first bit of hate mail from me. For someone who has a strong stance against people talking on their dog and bone using their speakerphone in public, I vividly remember Cal operating this for a lengthy period of time back in the Tron. Don't throw stones. I've heard some of your conversations. Well, <laughs> first of all, I don't know if this if speakerphone was in a public sphere. I I will confidently say that I've I've never done it in like a mall. This bloke might have been in the car with me when I've done this, or maybe I was slaving away in the flat cooking a meal in the kitchen and I had my phone on speaker. But he also followed it up by when I called him out and said, that is bullshit. He said, that is not bullshit. I thought of you straight away. As you were ranting, I had steam coming out of my ears in irony. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the I reckon second- there's definitely times where it's not okay to... Um- user even if you're not in public if okay can, yeah no not everyone wants to hear your convo no i i I'm, i agree and if, if i've done this I, i'd like to publicly apologize because it's not on and and i'll be better and i also we got um we got another bit of hate mail in from another from another loyal listener it was pretty it was on the same sort of topic um Cal, if you want silence in the uni library, get off the fourth floor and go to a fucking silent floor. It's pretty hostile, but so what is the fourth? The the fourth floor floor is like it's Tom's. It's an absolute zoo. It's it's like the social floor, but I'm not a regular (laughs) on that. I'm not a regular on that floor, so I don't know. He's never seen me on that floor. That's for certain. But um, yeah, it's an actual zoo. Yeah, I just, it's just, it's more like in the entry, like when you walk into it and you're waiting for a lift, it takes a, a while. <laughs> yeah, you use the stairs. I, I could probably do it with using the stairs, but um, anyway, yeah, it's normally just in that, it's in like the foyer area where you get regular culprits. Yet again, uh, we will have no punts of the week as we have no odds, but I will throw out my, my I've thrown out my bed. I'm going to all up. Minji and Cam Smith, and I'll uh, I'll post the odds on the on the socials. AC, without notice, do you want to put forward a punt for this week? Yeah, I've got a punt, so I'm going to back. I went about Cam Smith and Tony Finau playing in the Hero Tigers event in the Bahamas. Small oh, yeah. field. What do you What do you make of the Hero as a, as an event? Uh, I don't really like it. Yeah, it's pretty. Rogue. I just think it's like, Tigers, mates. Like, yeah, in a way, I don't know. But, I don't think it, you should get world ranking points for it. Yeah, or a PGA Tour win. <laughs> if if Tigers yeah. ever going to get win number eighty three, it's going to be at the Hero. Yeah, no, it shouldn't count. Like, I think yeah, thirty players. It's a Come bit on. of an exhibition, but yeah, um, it, it'll be good to see Tiger back on a golf course. Though we're going to have a a bit of tiger over the next few weeks, which is outstanding as a massive tiger nuffy. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he hits the ball. Hopefully he's fitter than he was last time we saw him. <laughs> yeah. And it was I- hard watching him play with that much pain. 
Yeah, and I, I know he's already insisted that he is just not going to take a golf cart in tournament golf. Do you think he's just probably being a little bit proud? But I do, I don't mind it, but like... I man, think he's being yeah. proud, but I rate it. Yeah. In the cart oh, off. It's not proper golf. I don't think he should use a cart. No, I, what do you I agree. Oh, I just think in events if he's allowed to, then why not? But I just suppose he's been so vocal on on not not using a car and I remember he sprayed John Daly for using one and he just so I I don't probably don't think he can. Well he can do what he yeah. wants on a golf course. Yeah. Well one yeah you can't once you do that you can't renege on those words. Yeah true. Well, I and don't I, think he ever will. And I don't think he I just don't think he wants to because I th- think he's probably in the same camp. He just doesn't think it is proper golf. You're getting out onto the onto the Onto the course this week, or? Oh, Turkey's really busy on Sunday, and we'll obviously have cricket Saturday, so I don't know. Might have to go out to somewhere like Walton. I'll be sure I want to get out on the course because yeah. I'm just battling. What about you, mate? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to get out maybe during the week if the, weather's, if the weather plays ball, but yeah, I've got, I got a lot to work on, but I. I am enjoy. I'm I'm enjoying getting out there. I've just yeah. I, I've struggled over the last few months, so I just need to just need to get to work on the game. Eh? It's it's not fun hacking it like out of <laughs> out of shit <laughs> every every second shot. But that would be good. I'm I'm just I'm peaking for the move to Australia. I think Sandbelt Golf is going to suit my game. <laughs> That's a massive call. <laughs> yeah, there's. <laughs> There's no, I have no substance to support that. <laughs> I think the thing I don't know about you, if I'm hitting the middle of the face, as a pretty as a very average player, if I'm hitting the middle of the face, I can enjoy golf. Hmm. But at the moment, it just it's nowhere near the middle of the face. It's just, you just can't get around it because you're just seeing all these like ugly, crappy flights, and you're like, oh, this is yeah. not good. I just, I, I just can't suss my my yardages back out. Like I've, <laughs> I've been hitting it so poorly that I kind of like compensated, and I started hitting it a bit better on um <laughs> last week when I played, and I like emailed a couple of greens for like fifty meters. It's, That's some real village stuff, but oh, something I can definitely relate to. Oh, it, it is village, and. It, <laughs> Like we said before, we, we just don't profess to be any sort of quality on the golf course. We we talk about the sport, but we appreciate how hard it is, and we we're on the on the receiving ends of some some lessons from a from some hard golf courses before. So yeah, we've also played many a bludger of a match. Mm, definitely, most notably. 2v3 seed at the Hillary Cup last year but more on that <laughs> moving forward AC appreciate your time again mate it was enjoyable I can't wait for this week's uh, Australian Open the men's and the women's and if Cam Smith and Minji Lee salute then it's going to be a great week for off the tips punters club yeah Enjoyed it, mate. Uh, also, listeners, if you if there's anything you want us to do more of, just let us know. Yeah, op- 
open to feedback. The feedback line is open. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much, and we'll see you next next week. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home.